Howling monster wolf robots have been installed in Japan to scare away bears. The Dutch police are using porta potties to catch speedsters. And the puzzle business is going bonkers as people seek pandemic pastimes at home. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News. This is Jonesy. I'm the host of Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm happy to be here. I got some stories from all around the world that are weird per usual. Let's do it. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Japan is using monster wolf robots to scare away bears. Their bark is worse than their bite. B-Y-T-E. Get it? Because they're robots. Dozens of red-eyed monster wolf robots have been set up in some Japanese towns in order to scare off bears and deer that are overrunning local homes or destroying crops. I had no idea there was such a bear infestation in Japan. Uh, Deer, yes, yes. In fact, I've been to one town called Nara in Japan, and they are famous for their deer. There's just there's more deer in the town than people. The deer have overrun the town. I didn't see any red-eyed monster wolf robots, though. The deer, the deer are rather friendly. One of the creepy canine contraptions, it says here, uh, roars and has fangs. It was erected in September by the city of Takawaka to avoid friction between the residents and the bears. At least 62 more of these three-foot-tall, four-foot-long robotic beasts are being used to frighten away the deer and the wild boar that destroy crops in the Hokkaido and Okinawa areas. Designed by the machine-making company Otosakai, the contraption is programmed to shake its head and howl when it senses motion by any animal intruders. I'm looking at a photo of this wolf bot, and it's like, it's crazy. It's it's very scary, but at the same time, kind of funny looking. So I wouldn't be afraid of it. I don't see, because of the size of the damn thing, how a bear is going to be frightened by this. But maybe it's frightening. I don't know. I have to see it in action. There's no video of it. It says here the wolf bot is the first scarecrow-style method of deterring bear populations in residential areas. But it's unclear if the machine actually Pushes the bear's buttons, experts say. Well, okay. Well, there you have it. Here's a quote from someone who installed it. Well, at the very least, it's effective in making residents feel at ease. Uh, Well, that's great, but what about the bears? Brown bear sightings have increased dramatically in the Takekawa area this year. The head of the something says, We want to let the bears know... Human settlements aren't where you live, and we want to help with the coexistence of bears and people. That's what the robo-wolves are for. All of these robotic wolves will serve just for a few more days before the bears' hibernation period, and then will be put, quote, on the lookout again from the spring. Well, hopefully the robo-wolves, the monster wolves, the robots designed to scare bears actually will scare the bears from residential areas because, you know, we can't have bears just snatching little children and then beaming off into the forest. That's not a good look at all. Me, myself, I I wish we could live with the bears. I really do. I like nature. And I wish I could have more nature in my life. 
Um, if I had one of those wolf robots in my yard, I would I'd get rid of it, and I would I would welcome the wild boars with open arms and a can of spam. The Dutch police are using porta potties to catch speeders. The Dutch police have found a very new, very unusual way to apprehend people speeding in their vehicle. They're hiding traffic cameras inside portable toilets. They call them porta loos. We call them porta potties in the U.S., which I think is hilarious because it has the word potty in it. And <laughs> I don't know why we haven't moved on from that word potty. I don't even say the word potty regularly. I, I'm never like, as an adult, I'm never, I'm going to the potty, guys. Hey, I'll be I'll be in the potty, but I'll say porta potty, no problem. I say it several times a year, as a matter of fact. Hey guys, I'm going to the porta potty. That's just like a very childlike name. I don't think Porta Lou is any better though. But let me let me get back onto the story because now I'm in just I'm just jumping around in the world of language, and who cares really? Yes, yes, yes. Dutch police are getting creative. You have read this correctly. The police have started hiding the traffic cameras in the portable toilets across the Netherlands. Is it just the camera or is there a little man inside that jumps out and is like, hey, you're speeding and I took a crap. You're under arrest. I'm going to give you a ticket after I wipe my butt. Uh, (laughs) That's just stupid. I apologize. Apparently, these porta loos were used for the first time back in 2019 and it was a bit of a hit. Uh, to make the seemingly randomly placed toilet look less conspicuous, the police placed it on a trailer that's hooked onto a van. And I'm looking at a photo of that. So imagine a van is on the side of the road. Behind the van is a small trailer. And there is a porta potty on the trailer. And the van is just parked, just randomly on the side of the road. There's a cutout space or a hole in the porta potty, which gives it a certain look. It doesn't look like a normal porta potty because of this hole. It almost looks like it's a radar. It almost looks like it's capturing some information or something that or that there could be a person inside looking through a dark window. Um, so I don't know if people are not fooled by this. I driving by this I'd be like that's suspicious. This is something. But I mean take a look Google it and look for yourself. Look at the Porta Lou, the Dutch Porta Lou. <laughs> Lou. This says here it's a little unconventional, perhaps, but it's they claim it's undoubtedly effective. This year, the hidden camera has been put to use in Almir and Leostat. And then last week, they put a new one in Marsen near Utrecht. I hope I said these places right. The camera in Almir is said to have resulted in 59 motorists receiving tickets for speeding. They caught one driver at 99 kilometers per hour on a 50 kilometer per hour road. Woo! <laughs> just crazy. And, you know, that's just embarrassing, getting a speeding ticket from a shitter. <laughs> that's just my opinion. It says here, other unconventional yet successful methods that were used by the police to catch speeders in the act include hiding cameras in wheelie bins. What the hell is a wheelie bin? Hiding cameras in advertising pillars. Okay, I can understand. That's probably effective. And a variety of inconspicuous cars, vans, and trailers. So next time you hit the road, be sure to keep your eyes peeled. (laughs) That's what the article said, guys. That's not me. That's what the article says. Keep your eyes peeled uh, for hidden cameras. I don't know how you're supposed to keep them peeled for stuff that's hiding. How about the message is don't do 150. That's a pretty helpful message, more so than than your message article. Now, in the States, we don't get this creative. Uh, We do have cameras on poles at certain intersections and whatnot. You will get occasionally 
a speeding ticket that was caught by camera. Uh, I've never got one, and uh, but I know people who have, and they're it's it's pretty surprising. They come right in the mail, and uh, yeah, you don't expect that. Apparently, they're easy to fight, though. I guess you can fight them and kind of get out of it. I don't know how. Anyone have experience with these things? Has anyone received one of these? Has anyone ever been caught speeding by helicopter? Sometimes you'll be driving, and it'll say, speed enforced by helicopter. And I'm always looking up, and I'm like, hey, really? You're spending that much money? You have this big of a budget that you're you're writing speeding tickets using helicopters? That seems strange to me. Is that just a, a fake warning? Does anybody know? Anybody working in law enforcement can uh, call Weird AF News and tell us all about this helicopter speeding threat that's going on. <laughs> Very concerned here. 646-450-2012. The puzzle business. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Is going bonkers as people seek pandemic pastimes at home. Yes, puzzles. Do you guys remember puzzles? Who's done a puzzle in the past year? Anybody? I'm sure you have during the pandemic. The puzzles have been broken out. The Uno cards. All those old games you used to play. Because you're stuck at home. I mean, a lot of us aren't stuck at home anymore, but uh, I'd imagine at some point this year you were pretty locked down. Jigsaw puzzles apparently have become a very favorite pandemic pastime. Retailers are having a difficult time keeping them in stock, these puzzles. Who knew? Here's a quote from Brian Way, who's the co-owner of the online retailer Puzzle Warehouse. Oh, Brian Way with the Puzzle Warehouse. Big business. I bet he never expected that. This guy was like getting into the puzzle business, Brian Way, and everybody told him he's crazy. Of course. Dude, why are you getting in the puzzle business right now? It's 2019. Are you out of your mind, dude? Nobody does puzzles anymore. Nobody. Well, cut to a year later. Who's laughing all the way to the bank? Brian Way started that puzzle business. (laughs) Here's a quote from Brian, that rich bastard. There's a global shortage of puzzles, actually, bro. Uh, There's not a factory on the planet that is not, like, months behind on production. That was my impression of Brian Way, um, who likes to surf on the weekends. (laughs) I made that up. Matthew Goins is another person. Let's see what he knows. He says this. He knows firsthand. A few years ago, Goins, who is African-American, was looking for puzzles for his three children. Oh, goodness. He was having a hard time finding puzzles. Matthew, did you go on Amazon? When he couldn't find any images of people who looked like his family, he and his wife... Oh, he was looking for uh, puzzles with African-Americans on them, and he had a difficult time. Okay, I can see that. So he and his wife started an online company called Puzzle Huddle. He says their most popular puzzle shows a black girl doing an experiment with her chemistry set. Wow, my goodness. Look at him. He starts an like a puzzle company because he can't get the puzzles that his family wants. This is outstanding. I love it when people are like, I don't see anybody fulfilling this need in the world and I want it. So I'm going to go do it, whatever that might be. You know, I'd imagine that's how Twinkies were invented. You know, somebody's like, I want I want a cream puff thing. I want a, like a, a puffy, fluffy thing, but I want cream inside. I want it stuffed inside. And then no one was doing it. And so they went out. And next thing you know, you got the Twinkie. That was probably a terrible example. 
I was trying to come up with something on the spot. I'm sure you can do a better job. It says here, Puzzle Huddle has seen more than one surge in demand recently. With schools and daycare centers closed because of the pandemic, parents were trying to keep their kids occupied, and puzzles seem to be a go-to product. I didn't know that kids would even use puzzles. I just think that they're too low-tech. They're not, like, high-def enough. You know, kids want to be on a phone. They want to be playing video games and watching TikTok videos, making TikTok videos. I never thought in a million years that puzzles would be a thing. The article has more information about manufacturing puzzles. Did you guys know anything about that? I don't. Let's find out. It says manufacturing puzzles is not as simple as it might seem, explains Mr. Brian Way. Do you remember the rich guy earlier in the story whose friends told him he'll never make it in the puzzle business in 2019? Well, Brian says, quote, the kind of cardboard that you have, you, you know, it matters, man. How the pictures like affixed to the cardboard, how it's cut. You know, the reason there's a global shortage, bro, is because the manufacturing's so complex and so expensive that there's almost no new production coming onto the marketplace, dude. Uh, <laughs> Brian likes to surf on weekends, as I said earlier, and he has a huge three-foot bong, uh, of course. Whether it's farm animals, fine art, landscapes, or ladies in fancy hats at a cake contest, the market for jigsaw puzzles has exploded. Brian Wade describes it as bonkers, like that he literally is saying bonkers. So I know he must talk like that. A tractor trailer would show up that could have 20,000 units on it. We would unbox it, make it available for sale. Every one of those puzzles would be like, dude, gone within a week, man. Like within a week, bro. Bonkers, man. There's somebody else in the story. Her name's Diane. She's president of the California-based company Suns Out. I don't know what that is. Is that a puzzle maker? She says the puzzle people are still puzzle people. They'll always be puzzle people. Only now they have more time to do those puzzles. And people who had not done puzzles since they were kids were digging puzzles out of their grandma's attic to have something to do. And they were liking it. So the demand kept going up. Skilling says Suns Out sells puzzles to about 3,000 mid-sized retailers. They design or license the artwork, decide on the piece count for each puzzle, and hire contractors to do the printing and the die cutting. It is just exploding, this industry. In the meantime, Matthew Goins and Brian Way have a word of advice to families who like to do jigsaw puzzles during the holidays. Don't wait to the last minute to place your orders, bro. Yay! Hey, guys. It's Jonesy, and I want... Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Weird AF News. I think I'm approaching 900 episodes. I'm somewhere between 850 and 900, I believe. Uh, it's been a long run. And uh, yeah, I'm still doing it, man. The, the weirdness never ends, it seems, right? The world just seems to be getting weirder and weirder. Um, I want to thank everyone who sent me articles that are weird. I appreciate that as well. I want to thank Robert Cohen, who sent me a nice email. He just wrote, uh, one, you can't shake your kids. Look up shaken baby syndrome. Two, Chick-fil-A is delicious. Grilled chicken breast, no question of the quality. If you get a chance, try one. 
lastly, love your show. <laughs> well, thank Robert, this was like a great email because you just got right to the bare bones of what you wanted to say. <laughs> I really like that. You sound like a very simple man, Robert. You know what you want in life. You get you don't beat around the bush. You just get right to the point. Really cool. Thank you, Robert Cohen. You guys can email me anytime. And I hope you write something funny like Robert did. Uh, and, and, and educate me as well. I'm going to look up shaken baby syndrome. Why not? Apparently, people are shaking babies all over the place. I don't understand that. Why are you treating a baby like, uh, you, you know, like a, a bottle of oat milk that you got to shake up before you? Oat milk was a terrible choice. You know what I mean? Well, a bottle of chocolate milk. All right. Why are you got to treat a baby like a bottle of chocolate milk and shake it up? All right. I didn't know this was happening. I don't have babies. I'm not really around babies very often. Certainly not around babies that have been shaken. Maybe I have been around babies that have been shaken. I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, I don't know how you spot a shaken baby. I guess they'd be crying um, and they probably poop themselves. Anyways, don't shake babies. I'm anti-baby shaking, of course. Um, and if I did mention shaking kids, it was just, it was out of, it was, it was a joke. It was, it was all joking. You know, I, you guys know me. I wouldn't be shaking babies. That's just not me. That's not something I would do. I, I wouldn't. Um, even if they were really crying and aggravating the shit out of me, I still wouldn't shake a baby. I just think that's, that's just going to make them cry more. It makes no sense. Uh, and Chick-fil-A, Robert, I just want to give you a heads up. I've had Chick-fil-A. I have. I've had, I've had the sandwich. And I think I've had the tenders as well. Yeah, it's good stuff. Although that sandwich leaves a little something to be desired because all it has in there is a pickle. Um, it just needs like, just put some lettuce and tomato in there. I mean, it, it would make a huge difference. I don't understand why Chick-fil-A doesn't do that. How much could iceberg lettuce cost? It's like the cheapest thing in the world. Um, and, and a little slice of tomato, is that asking for too much? I do enjoy the pickle. Keep it. Keep it. The little bit of mayo in there, whatever that is. They got that good pink sauce. I do like that sauce. I don't eat Chick-fil-A very often. I'm just, you know, but I do, yet I do have an opinion on it. And thanks for loving my show, Robert. I think I gave uh, much too time to this, too much time to this one email here. But I appreciate emails, man. They, they're great. They make me feel good. Makes me feel like what I'm doing is, uh, is, is liked and okay. So email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Send articles, write something stupid, something funny I can read on the air, you know. Um, that would be great. And uh, join my Patreon as well. I got a Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weird AF news. There's a lot of weird shit in there. So join it and check it out, including bonus episodes and what. Um, so, yeah, you should do it. You should check out the Patreon. You can actually check it out from my website as well, weirdafnews.com. Okay, this is a long outro. I apologize. It was I'm very long-winded today. Um, yeah, it must be the caffeine speaking. <laughs> 